0: Okay. Another awesome day here at Cyberbacker. My name is Jello. We're back with another episode of Cyber CEO, And of course, we have a very special guest in the show right now. John, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, Jello. Thanks for asking. Appreciate it.
0: Yes. We're very excited to have you. So let's get the show rolling. To let you know, we have a lot of listeners who are also business owners just like yourself. So I need your help here. Um, can you introduce yourself to our audience? Maybe starting off with what's your role in the business, John?
1: Not a problem. Again, my name is John McLeod. I'm with Keller Williams in Naples, Florida. I am the director of growth for Bold Coach Denny Grimes in Collier County. Uh, Many of you know Denny's wife, Kristen Cole. I am an area leader for her. I handle the recruiting for agents in the expansion network for her in North and South Carolina, as well as parts of Dallas. Uh, I am also in production. And frankly, I'm auditioning to be a Bold Coach myself. So a lot of my plate leverage is my favorite thing
0: there we go very very excited but i'm curious to know as well how long have you been in the real estate business
1: uh i've actually been in two times so if you add them both up about 18 years
0: 18 years now how, you already talked about it. you love virtual leverage um how about with that working with someone virtual how long have you been doing it
1: uh let's see i'm jm is my second cyber backer uh i f- was the former productivity coach here at the office and my maps coach, Deb Jolly, suggested I reach out to cyber backers uh, in order to get some help. Mm-hmm. And my first cyber backer was a gentleman by the name of Aaron. Aaron was awesome. Absolutely loved him. Honestly, when I came back to cyber backers, I asked to get him back. And unfortunately, whoever took him over really likes him because he, he was that good. And Jam's awesome, too. Nothing against JM. Nothing uh, but my experience the first time out was fantastic
0: that's good to know so it really been a long time since you've been with virtual leverage and this is, isn't your first go at it
1: this is not my first go i've got uh, a little over two years at this point two
0: years. <clears throat> now um as i mentioned earlier we have a lot of listeners who are business owners too so do you have any tips that you can share out on how to transition well when it comes to again because a lot of us are used to working with people that we can meet face to face or work in the office now everything's going a little more virtual. So do you have any tips there?
1: Yeah, it's uh, and I don't want to sound cliche, mm. yet at the same time, I'm going to sound cliche, okay? <laughs> it, it's all about trust. Mm-hmm. And if you're listening anything like me, you have a hard time letting go mm-hmm. and just letting somebody do what they're supposed to do. And trusting that when you get up in the morning or you come home at the end of the day, that everything is done the way you asked it to get done or the way it needed to get done. And one of the things I found is with both of the cyber backers that I've had is they, they do a fantastic job. Uh, they see things from angles that I might not mm-hmm. and are able to bring some input. And like, man, that I really hadn't thought of it from that angle. That makes a lot of sense. Go, go ahead and do it. Uh, so it took a while to, to I don't want to say let my guard down, but to trust the process. Hmm. And now that I trust the process, it's you know, my wife and I just got back from, uh, uh, frankly, a dream vacation. We were in, in the Mediterranean for about three and wow. a half weeks, and J.M. handled everything. I come back and guess what? Oh, you know what? There's really not much for me to do except step right back in and do what I'm supposed to be doing.
0: So, when was the last time you got to that? Got to get like, a vacation just like that before Cyberbacker?
1: Um, never. <laughs> never uh I would honestly without the help I wouldn't have been able to dream to even be able to do this
0: mm-hmm. Now you mentioned earlier trust how do you build something like that that trust with someone who's e- virtual is it different any different with than with someone who's in the office now everything again is virtual so
1: well I don't know as if it's any different mm-hmm. the the challenge is, is that we typically think, that you have to be face to face with somebody. Now the process when hiring both cyber backers was exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the wonderful things about systems is when they're repeated consistently, they become predictable. So first time I went through the process, we went through the entire career visioning process with Aaron, uh, 30, 60, 90 expectations and so on uh second time going through with the jam was the same thing you know we, we had group interviews where i think i had four or five candidates and by the time i was done with those four or five which was an hour process for all of them together at the same time two of them had already been selected by somebody else so the the demand for the and the talent that cyberback brings to the table speaks for itself if if within an hour span two of you know 40% of the candidates are already scooped up by somebody else. Good job, whoever did it, by the way, because they were awesome. Um, whoever, it, it speaks for itself. So it was really easy that second time around to say, listen, here's our expectations. Here's a 30, 60, 90. Here's what we want to get accomplished. Um, what I would say is don't go in expecting anybody, whether it's a cyber backer or even somebody physically in your office to change the world overnight. True. It, it doesn't happen that way. Have You need to have appropriate expectations. Mm-hmm. My expectations were simple. It says, okay, I have these things that don't take a lot of time, but I'm not good at them, which means they take a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I want somebody else to handle that for me. And in doing so, it's freed up hours every day. Probably takes JM 20 minutes to do what was taking me hours to do
0: right there again the time factor of course and again talking more about your current cyber backer then you mentioned the hiring process you went through that again with jm mm-hmm. how did you know that he was the perfect fit for what you needed right now in the business uh,
1: a lot of it had to do with his willingness to to learn and think out of the box some of the things that i was looking for um frankly are not they don't fit in the the typical cyberbacker world if you will if that makes sense um, I've got some other business interests one of them is a uh, landscape artistic photography company mm-hmm. so jm is building out the website for us for that and he says I've never built the website I says that's fine it's it I would much rather you learn how to do it mm-hmm. right from scratch here's the templates here's what we want to do go ahead and assemble it let's get it rolling a, it's a great education for you. B, my cost to do it that way is significantly less, mm-hmm. exponentially less than hiring a company to do it for me. And it wasn't time sensitive. So it's okay, you know I understand that you're gonna be learning on the job and that's okay because that was one of the expectations we set up front. Just set your expectations up front.
0: Really the expectations again, during the start of the partnership so that you have a plan. Again, that 30, 60, 90 right there, right? Yes. Now, talking more about JM, then, what are the other tasks that you leverage off to him every day that really help you focus on the business instead?
1: Okay, so JM handles most of my database management for me. Mm -hmm. It's actually I get every morning I get four or five sheets. Here's the people I need to call, and here's the Mm -hmm. conversations I need to have with them. You know, it. We talk about it all the time in our industry that a CRM is your best friend. You have to have it. You have to know how to use it. And how many of us really don't like that side of it?
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I'm a conversational, You know, I like having conversations with you. I don't like sitting down, hunting and pecking on a keyboard, trying to find information. So JM and I meet every morning. We have a stand-up eight in the morning every day, Monday through Friday. Here's what we need to get done today. And Mm -hmm. by the time our team is done with our script and role play call and we're ready to start prospecting, I have an email with, here's the people that you have to call. So my DTD2s are laid out for me, my expires for sale by owners, uh, anybody I need to touch is laid out, call them. I just write the notes on a piece of paper while I'm thinking about it, email it back to him. He goes into the database, updates everything, schedules the next set of calls, done. So th- that's something that I'm just not good at, frankly, because I choose not to be good at it. I don't like it. Yeah. And so said, all right, I can leverage that off. And now, instead of realistically being able to go on one or two appointments, like my entire day could be set with nothing but appointments because all of the back-end work is done by him. Which I know this is going to lead into one of your other questions, and, and that is, is 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 about the investment. And yes. so, I'm going to jump ahead if you don't mind. No, no. Um, just on the website alone, you know, it, it, JM could work on it for an entire year. Mm-hmm and it would be cheaper to have him work on a website for an entire year than it would be to have a company build it the way we were looking to build it and he's only spending about 10 or 15 percent of his time working on that website the rest of it is the rest of the projects we're working on so it's absolutely not a significant investment if you think about and it's easier to say than do but however Mm -hmm. once you do it the light goes on it's like man that's amazing (laughs) Think about how much time you spend typing things into a computer, updating a database, uh, preparing to make calls. How much time does that take? How many appointments could you go on in that time? So I leveraged out what's taken me four or five hours a day to do. Each appointment averages me realistic. I mean, let's be real, probably (laughs) 90 minutes an appointment. Uh, I'm talkative. You probably found that out by now. <laughs> <laughs> so about 90 minutes an appointment. And I, I can do two or three appointments a day. Or you know what? I can spend the time with my wife and kids. True. I can go for a bike ride. If you see below here, you'll notice I haven't been riding much lately. But now <laughs> uh, I, I can choose to spend that time to re-energize myself to be able to help pour back into the people around me.
0: Yes. Again, the time, especially that's, something, that's a commodity that... It's very, let's say, um, it's not something that money can buy ever. Time, especially if no. you, what you mentioned, four to five, saving you four to five hours every day. <laughs> then you can put that's four to five hours every day, just putting in phone calls, or again, yep. giving mm-hmm. it to your family. That's something that's really,
1: really huge in the business, right? And if, if people, it's interesting, you brought up phone calls. If people mm-hmm. actually analyzed how much time they spend on the phone, mm-hmm. truly prospecting and figured out what their dollar per hour was worth mm-hmm. just connecting with people. Two hours is what it takes me in prospecting time to pay for a month worth of jam.
0: Gosh, right there. Two hours.
1: hours.
0: Two hours. Gosh, that's an investment that I think anybody would take that. Anyone <clears throat> would take that, right? <laughs>
1: up to me to use the time wisely. Yeah, of course. Right? It, it's up. So if it's not working, it's my fault. It's no one else's fault because we've already calculated that I, I bare minimum I'm getting four hours a day mm-hmm. back. So I, every four hours, I should be paying for two months worth of cyber backer services.
0: Yes. Right there, right there. Now talking about your partnership with JM, how did you create such a successful virtual partnership with them? Because again, um, we have business owners who are listening. So do you have any tips on how to build that on how to create something like what you and JM have?
1: Well, there's a few things. Um, Consistent communication.
0: Communication.
1: Okay. That's why we we set it up from the outset that we meet every day at 8 a.m. for 15 minutes. Uh, what happened yesterday? What needs to happen today? Let's stay focused. And, and he has full reign to call me out. If I say I'm going to do something and I didn't do it, he like, why didn't you get that done? Mm-hmm. He has full reign to do it. In fact, going back to the interview process, that was one of the questions. Are you comfortable with calling me out and, and holding my feet to the fire for commitments that I make and I don't follow through with? because that's part of your job yes so the communication is the big thing uh second to communication would be expectations, expectations. and they kind of go hand in hand but uh from a business owner standpoint your your expectations need to be realistic um we hear it all the time inside of keller williams and any other high producing company mm-hmm. that You need to be working on your top 20%. Every time. Good. Do it. If it's not in your top 20%, someone else should be doing it. Leverage it out. And sending out note cards is not in my top 20%. Mm -hmm. It's in JM's top 20%. It's not in my top 20%. We each have defined roles. We each have defined lanes. We stay in those. And it makes everything so much easier. So
0: communication and of course expectations for everything to work out, especially in a virtual partnership. Now, John, one last question for you. I forgot sure. to tell you that JM is going to be listening once we have this episode uploaded. So
1: awesome! I figured as much.
0: <laughs> we would like to know what do you like most about JM, their cyberback. What's the first thing that comes to mind?
1: You, you know what? He, he's easygoing, and I like that. He, he's easygoing. Um, there are times and i will tell you that we there are times where we have some uh technical challenges mm-hmm. uh i'm in south florida guess what it rains it thunders we lose power and you know he's got similar challenges where he lives so going back to expectations as, mm-hmm. as a business owner you need to understand that those are little glitches that'll come up and we just, we know how to work through them we know how to, it's, it's not a problem uh uh it, it <laughs> You know, J- JM, is, he's, he's a real guy. And one of the cool things when we were first interviewing him, he had said that he's got a, a goal for him and his family to be able to build an addition on his house. And about two months into working together, we found out, oh, he's starting construction now. This is awesome. So we, we feel like we're a small part of being able to help him reach that goal, which is, which is nice. It, it feels good.
0: Yes, again, they're being a part of each other's success. Again, you're setting yep. each other for success. Again, mutual partnership between you and GM, right? Yep, exactly. Yes. Now, John, thank you very much for dropping by. I hope we, this isn't the last time we get to do this. I had fun talking to you today.
1: Joe, I appreciate your time. Thank you.